So I'm Sam. That's the most energetic you've ever been. Normally it's I'm Sam. <laughs> or just Sam. I've just eaten some tangerines. Well done. I'm ready for um, Jay here. Uh, back again. Yours truly, Francis. Ooh. In the building. Right. <laughs> Kalisha. See, sim- nice and simple. Jay here, back again. I thought you were going to continue going to Yours truly. No? There's a there's a hint of jealousy on that side of the room. No, no, it is clearly jealousy. I don't understand. It's um, jealousy. Whatever. Right. Anyway. Anywho, right, but yes, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in again. How is everybody doing? Great. Good, really good, good, good. I'm a bit yeah. cold, but I'm good. It's okay. okay. Our energy today will. As in, like personality will. or temperature? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> bit, of, bit of both. Okay, guys, I'm leaving now. <laughs> Dude, you, I couldn't look that one part. <laughs> I couldn't let that one go. Um. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> Francis this is, is the, this is the relationship me and Francis have. <laughs> or had. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm going to... I just want to say hi to you guys. So I'm just going to pass it over to you guys. So you start intro. us off all high energy and you <laughs> I, peter I, out. Well, no, well, I'm saying... You, I'm, you know, I'm, anti-climax much. I'm passing you over. So who's okay. introing what we are doing today? Yeah, what are we talking about this week? We're gonna talk about how to choose. No, 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 no. The energy is not the same again. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Whoa! No! Should I just? Do you want another hug? (laughs) Come on! (laughs) Where's it? Get Francis. Come on! (laughs) Today we'll be talking about how to choose an investment. (laughs) That's better. That's better. I'm that's, not even editing that, that out. That's the energy. <laughs> no, that's the So, the sorry guys. Go yes, ahead, we'll man. be talking about how to choose an investment fund, which is good for you. So important, I think, man. Yeah. You know, but before we get to all of that. Yeah. Is that me? So, doing the disclaimer. Um, so, once again, we are not registered financial advisors. And we're definitely not here to give you financial advice. Nope. This is more food for thought. Yeah. Uh, and giving you the knowledge to go out and either seek your own advice, do your own research. Uh, we just want to give you information for you to do your own thing. Please do not, you know, rely on this as gospel. Uh, that's not what we're trying to do. Yes. Yeah, I think that's pretty much sums up. Yeah, uh, pretty much, yeah. It's on you guys. We're just here to help you get there. Get there. Cool. So I think um, one of the questions or several questions we've always had was, you know, once you actually have money or once you're ready to invest, how do you actually invest? Agreed. How do you choose the right one, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So I guess this episode, it won't be very detailed, but we'll just give you some um practical steps on how to actually choose an investment fund 100%. we're going to yeah. give you the how yeah the how and um, so we we've, we've listed like 10 points that we think are the most important points yeah and some practical steps as well on how to do it yeah so all you guys have gone and opened the Hargreaves Lansdowne account well done you've heard well us well done, done. Uh, we're now going to try and help you use it <laughs> yeah, basically <laughs> but this is an advice <laughs> yeah and i've actually got another disclaimer um, before anything so what, what i wanted to say was um at this point you know if if you've made it this far it's, it's very important to distinguish um you, you have to do some kind of oh, actually no let me put it differently if you're not willing to do any research or to read or to look up certain things or whatever or if you don't have the time mm. this episode is not for you just speak to your personal banker 
okay, or your financial advisor or someone because wow, they're looking you, well, I have to say that because <laughs> you you have to invest some time. Mm. I'm not talking hours or days. I'm talking maybe an hour or so. Yeah, yeah. just reading yeah. up on what words mean. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, you have to put that in, and also follow us because we will be putting those words on exactly. our social media. Yeah. but um, if, if if you don't want to do it, yeah, you know, don't go and inv- put your money into something agreed you yeah. that you and don't ju- know. Yeah. And yeah. just to tack on to the end of that, I don't think what Francis is saying is a bad thing there. And if you don't want to do the research, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Some people, some invest, not all investors want to be active. No, there are passive not. investors, of course. That is a kind of investor, right? Yeah. But just know what kind of investor you are and take the necessary steps. That's yeah. all Francis is trying That's to say. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Don't a little bit more politically take correct. Take it the wrong way. <laughs> okay, so the, the very first step, you know, which is quite straightforward, is review your finances. Mm-hmm. Um, be very clear on what your disposable income is. So how much money do you have after you've paid all of your expenses? Yeah. Whatever your expenses are. Yeah, and I, I think that's a very key first step because not all of us do it. No. You know, I think we should be looking at our banking apps pretty much daily, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. If you can check your Instagram daily, and, and okay, it may sound easy for me to say this, but no, it's as simple as that. Honestly, if money is as important to everyone banking. as we say, you have to be. Think of it: you're walking around with a bank in your, your hand. hand. Yeah. Mm. What our parents and grandparents had to go to a branch for, which they won't be able to do soon because all the branches are showing. But you're walking around with a bank in your hand. Check yeah. it daily. Yeah, definitely. You know, understand your spending. Monzo is. A very, I, I've properly started using it now, mm-hmm. and it does teach you a lot about yourself when you see how much you spend on groceries, yeah. entertaining, Use whatever. Use a spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah I know Francis provided me with a very good spreadsheet. Have mm. you been using it? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but whatever it is, just... Because I'm very good with money, but mm. yeah, the spreadsheet is actually really good. Yeah, I think yeah. you should put the template out there, to be honest. Yeah, I can do that. I'll yeah. put a link so you can download the template. Yeah. yeah. If you want. I'm sure Jerome yeah. has one as well. So. I do, yeah. but it's it's kind of out of date. Okay. Cool. I, well, I still use it religiously. Yeah, though. I know. Fine. Okay. And um, it's set up for me in the way I see the world, which is weird. Okay. Yeah, you don't, you don't really want <laughs> to. The, the next step is, um, so once you've identified what your disposable income is, and you've identified how much of that you want to invest is set yourself a realistic goal in terms of how much returns you want to be making you know what is the target how much you want to make so when i say realistic i know that can mean different things to different people but um in terms of realistic goals it comes to it's more more or less linked to how much risk you're willing to accept right okay so how much are you if let's just say you've invested 100 pounds if tomorrow you checked it and it was down to 80 pounds. How would you feel about this? Mm. Um, That's a very honest Would that really upset yourself. you? Or yeah. do you think, nah, it's fine because I'm in it for the long run anyway. Mm. I'll get over it. Yeah. What's your personality, right? Just just know yourself. Yeah. If you know your... <laughs> if, if, if just you know, know yourself, yourself. Right, really. <laughs> That was the number one threat when you was out there as a young kid. Know yourself. You know? <laughs> know yourself. You knew trouble was coming. It's yeah. always said to you, know yourself. So if you know you can't really, you know, you're not happy with it, you'll be very upset if you lost money or if the value of your investment dropped. Mm. Um, set your return goals low. Don't say you want to make 30% a year, knowing that you'll, you know, you'll have nightmares if something dropped by 2 3%. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. That's not going to happen, mm. okay? So know yourself. Yeah. Set yourself a, re- a re- realistic goal my realistic or my goals each year is to make anywhere between 10 to 12 percent got you that's how much i want to make a year mm-hmm. just to put it out there obviously if you invest in more riskier stuff you can make a lot more right of course yeah just to put it out there yeah, and it's just managing that risk you know? yeah i think that's important for a lot because there's a lot of these get rich quick schemes that are out there now so you know you need to mm-hmm. be mindful of what <coughs> you're able to do yeah and these get get rich quick scheme half of them don't work yeah. in fact most of them don't work 
and it's only a few that actually make money off mm. them. Um, and in terms of risk, like I said, when I say risk, all I'm talking about is how much you your investment loses or gains money. You know, mm-hmm. how what, what's the this this um, dispersion? How quickly is it up and down? Yeah. Mm. Is it always up and down every day, or is it does it move just by bits every week or every yeah, month? How stable that's, is it over time? Exactly. So that's that's what I mean by risk. I'm gonna get to how you can actually look at these things in detail. Cool. Um, but yeah, those are the some of the points. Um, the other one is ask yourself how much involved you want to be. You know, are you does do financial uh, markets interest you? Do you want to be reading up on stuff every day? Do you want to read monthly or weekly statements from your provider? If you don't want to really be involved, you should look at a robo advisor. With them, it's basically a one-off questionnaire you fill out. And that's all you do, mm. and then they manage everything for you. So mm. it's hands off. Wow, that's that's. It's digitizing everything. In yeah. yeah, it's hands off. Um, so you don't have to be involved. Every month they will tell you where you stand. So and where can you find a robot? Uh, I've put a link there. Yeah. But okay. again, we spoke about them before briefly. Yeah, very briefly, briefly. One of the episodes. Um, yeah. One question I was going to have: like, how long have they been around? And you know, how have they compared to maybe traditional advisors? You know, yeah. are there any risks with going with a robot advisor? Because yeah. you, you know, you're taking a human element out of it. Yeah. There's there's no risk with them that you wouldn't have with a human element. Got if anything, you could argue they're even less riskier. But well, okay, I don't want to say less riskier, mm-hmm. but because it takes out the human element, yeah, because it's more objective. Exactly. Uh, so it's yeah. So robo advice, they're more sub subjective, right? Objective. Yeah. No, objective. Yeah, this yeah. one. Sorry, English is not my first language. Oh, <laughs> now, now English isn't. It's not good to make language. the same excuse twice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah. Sorry, robo advisors are more objective. Okay, got so, you. Yeah, they're more disciplined in a All sense. All right, so there's no real cases of like, you know, a robot advisor doing something that maybe a human would have spotted or anything like that. Okay. No, I think the robot advisor is more likely to spot something a wow, human would We're going to have no jobs in the future, right? Well, that's where it's heading, isn't it? It is, definitely. Yeah. Uh, the robot advisors, they, they can be a little bit more expensive okay. in terms of fees. Um, but yeah, if you're a hands off kind of guy, you don't want to be involved every day, look at that. Got you. Or, depending on how much money you have, you can speak to a personal banker they might create something customize something for you mm. which will obviously be more expensive got you so again yeah yeah um if you want to be a more hands-on one then i suggest you open an account like an investment account with um, who? Let me guess <laughs> with um, who? Hargreaves lads down hl for life my favorite <laughs> yeah you want to open an account there and the account you want to open there is the stocks and shares isa yeah um, I have, I've put in a few steps on how to do it, which will also be on the, sh- on the show. Perfect, great, thank great. you. And they have an app. And they have an app as well. Is the well. app good, man? Yeah. App is very the good. The app is very good. Okay, that's so important now, man. Yeah, yeah I use it every day. You know. um, I'd expect nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, okay, let's just say, you know, you want to be a little bit more hands-on and you've created your Hargoose Lansdowne account. Um now there's a list of things at this point that you want to look at before you even look for a fund right okay now so this is what i was referring to earlier when i said you have to do a little bit of reading so there's there's several ways to analyze funds but i'm just going to give you a couple which i think are the most important ones so we spoke about risk right earlier Mm -hmm. um with funds they call these volatility so a fund volatility tells you how risky it is okay and in particular there's a standard deviation that yep, you will yep. see on a fact sheet or you know every so every fund has a fact sheet which is like a marketing document okay. where it lists everything yeah and usually on there you'll have like a scale of one to seven which tells you how risky it is 
So obviously, the higher the number, the more risky it is. But they'll use they'll use the word standard deviation as a measure of volatility, mm -hmm. and you just want to understand what standard deviation yeah. is. Just understand it. There's a there's another thing, the Sharpe ratio, which basically tells you how well the fund has performed compared to its benchmark. Okay. So the benchmark is just what the re the performance is comparing it to. So let's just say the FTSE 100 mm -hmm. could be a benchmark. Okay, got you. And if the FTSE made 10%, your fund made 12%, mm -hmm. you've outperformed the fund by 2%. Yeah. Is the benchmark always against an index or can it be against another it, fund? It can, it, uh, it's not mostly against another fund, but it doesn't have to be an index. It can be a customized index. Okay. It could be so many things, okay, but fine. it doesn't have to be an index. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sharp ratio. Make sure you know what a sharp ratio is. You know, just a few words. Sharp ratio. And cool. standard deviation. And obviously the return as in monthly investment returns, which is simple, I guess. Fine. So look look up these words so you don't understand them. Then you have to ask yourself, um, what type of assets do you want to invest in? So again, if you're a beginner, fairly new, you may want to just limit yourself to shares or bonds. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what they are, you know, Google equity or fixed and fixed income and read up on them. So once once shares, equities, fixed income is another word for bonds and look them up so you understand what they are. Cool. Um, the next step is there's different types of investing. There's passive and there's active. Yeah. So passive, if you passive is more the hands-off way. Mm -hmm. So um, like like I said, you could buy a fund which just tracks the FTSE 100. There's not a lot of risk in there. It's just tracking it. That's it. Mm. It's very very low fees. You know, it'll cost you something like 0.3 percent a year, which mm -hmm. is nothing, right? Okay. Uh, one okay. So say, is it possible for maybe someone to have a mixture of the two? So yeah. say I'm gonna invest two hundred pounds a month. Would it? Would this be maybe a good way of going about it? I'm gonna put one hundred and fifty invested passively, and maybe there's fifty pounds that I'm gonna actively manage. I don't, is that something you'd not advise? Yeah, but yeah, that that, and that's actually a very smart way of looking at it. Okay, because the bulk of Thank your investment, <laughs> <laughs> the bulk of your investment is in something fairly low risk. I'm in a and, good mood today, as you can tell. And and some of it might have a little bit more risk, which is how I how I manage my money. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Most of it is more in a safe wow. asset. So I'm in, in good company, right? Just yeah. I'm thinking like Frank. <laughs> Do it the Francis. I made it. <laughs> um, I might make yeah. that a t-shirt. You know, think like Frank. <laughs> so so passive, Romance. you know, it's just indexing. It's a fund that tracks an index. Then you have active, which doesn't just track the index. It it basically aims to do better than the index okay so an active fund whereas the FTSE 100 has 100 companies if you bought an index fund that index fund will hold all the 100 companies got you the active one wouldn't hold all the 100 it would only hold maybe 50 or so of the ones that the fund manager thought would be the best to mm -hmm. hold so you know you're active in your sh selection of companies you're buying and the aim is to do better than the benchmark got you um, so so maybe coming back for just your normal kind of person you know what kind of how would they maybe navigate looking at that kind of thing would you or you know yeah so then there's different ways to do that again okay. so then you have investment strategies so then some of them will look at things like um some well mostly all of them will look at the balance sheets so they'll look at how well is this company performing yeah. is it very liquid yeah um does it have a lot of debt yeah. which is bad um what's its its strategy yes yeah. Does it have reputable CEOs? Yeah, What's that's the main way of analyzing, right? The balance sheet, right? Yeah. And for most people, uh, the balance sheet is literally like a normally an annual snapshot of how a company's performing. Mm -hmm. It'll have everything they own and everything they owe, yeah. kind of thing. So it's kind of nice a health check of the 
yeah. where they are kind of and thing. then you look at the other ones as well the mm. other financial statements sorry so I should have said financial statements no no so you look at all three you look at balance sheets mm. income statement yeah so it just feels like a head of, sorry to cut yeah. you. it feels like a head of what they mentioned balance sheets a lot yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. so you look at the firm you know how is it doing is it a good firm is it likely to make more money etc etc mm. so that's how some some fund managers do it. other fund managers use other ways of analyzing what which stocks to buy like technical analysis technical analysis so um, some of them look at stuff something called momentum okay so the best performing companies over the last six months they mm-hmm. will buy those because they think they're going to be the ones to do better in the next six months got you it, it's i don't know it's it's very you're basically saying just because it's done well in the last six months, yeah, it's going to yeah. do well again. In exactly. The and we months. all know that that's not necessarily the case. But it's not necessarily, on, but right? then you'll be surprised. A lot of, oh, really? so yeah, a lot of shares actually work like that. So is it maybe just really important to understand who your fund manager is? Maybe? It's very important to understand mm. who your fund manager is. Okay. So part, as part of that, you look at the reputation of your fund manager, the name, how long they've been around, um, the historical performance, how long, how well they've done against the benchmark, um, so yeah, you look at the fund manager's track record. Um, so those are, I would say, the most important things to consider before mm-hmm. investing. Once you understand all these things and you're on your Hargreaves Lansdowne account, <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You Get have some Jay Z in the background while you're doing yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> you have to obviously look for it. So um, the very quick practical steps are. So remember, remember at this point, you understand what risk is. You know what a sharp ratio is you know whether you want a passive or active and you know if you want to invest into equity or fixed income Mm -hmm. you know all these things at this point you register your account you transfer money into your into your new account so you register the Hargreaves Lansdowne stocks and shares ISA account if that's the one that you're choosing to go with yes but I think you should choose that one <laughs> because, because all, okay. all everything you make will be tax free oh okay oh, cool. that's no, the only reason no, I didn't mention ISA, that right? no, I think you were talking about I was talking about Hargreaves Lansdowne oh yeah oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> okay do you know what fine there's Fidelity which is also very good and there's other ones but yeah but those are the only two I would recommend got you yeah, because you use them. Because I use them. Yes. <laughs> well, I guess it's good to recommend what you know. Yeah, you know what's good. You know, um, I've got skin in the game. You know. <laughs> I've got, I've got we have got I put my money. I put my money where my mouth is. Ooh. Oh my uh, yeah? god! Here we go. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so you set up your account. You transfer money from your bank account into your account. Then you search for an investment. So, this is the point where you've decided what kind of asset or what kind of um, investment strategy you want to invest in so you can search by asset type by fund manager name or by investment strategy and if you don't know any of these you can they, they have this thing called um club 100 so there's like the the top 100 best performing funds got you mm. all listed so you can look at them this way yeah. so they click on a fund you look at the fact sheets every all the information is on the fact sheets like one or two pages mm-hmm. that tells you the track record how much they've made in the past the fund managers, you know, tr- um, how long they've been there, how long the fund's been running. Mm-hmm. This tells you everything. Once okay. you see that, you can also just further look into the firm. Just Google their name yeah. just to yeah. see who they are, etc., mm. etc. Et also, if you don't find something on their site, if you send them an email or a message and say, oh, I want to invest in this particular fund, do you do that? They will send you a message back, whether it's yes or no, because that's what I did. Because yeah. mm. that's something I wanted to invest in, but I didn't find it on their site. And I was like, yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Here's the link. Yeah. Go and invest. In terms of customer service, they rank very high. Yeah, and the message comes up on your app as well. You don't have to go online to your. Yeah, and and above all, if you look at 
the share price of Hargreaves Lansdowne yeah. they're doing really well yeah As I said, they're, I, they're the biggest broker in the UK yeah. I remember hearing about them years ago signed yeah. up for it because I thought I wanted to invest I just didn't have the time to do it yeah because I've been getting a newsletter since but yeah I actually will do it now yeah <laughs> well Francis will do it for me for maybe. a small fee maybe <laughs> oh come on man <laughs> So yeah, you find whichever one you want. If you can't find it, email them. They'll get back to you. You buy it and that's it. You just leave it in there. Yeah. That's it. But didn't you tell me about investment that you can invest in each month so you don't Sorry, just yes. leave it there? That's also another option. Yeah. So what you can do is set up a direct debit or you don't have to set up a direct debit. What you can do is every month, let's just say you might want to invest £100 yeah. into different funds. Mm. You can do that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. So then that way, yeah. You, you don't just yeah. leave it there. You put money in every month. Of yeah, course. sorry. Forgot to mention that. And review looking at it? Sorry? You should you put it in and you leave it there. How often are you? Well, I say it depends how, you know, how much involved you are. But mm. um, I think looking at it every day, you know, if you're the kind <laughs> of person who's going to worry yeah when things are down it might not be the best idea i'll say look at it at least every week okay yeah yeah i look at it every week i actually don't it's probably like once or twice and a month that's, that's, <laughs> and that's really good that's if really that. good because mm. because in in the short run you know within a week yeah. there might be a lot of swings of but in a month it'll be less swings yeah. in yeah. a year it'll be even less yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. not to speak about cryptos it's everywhere but that's yeah. what it feels like whenever i go into coinbase yeah. especially now over yeah. the last few months with the kind of fear that was out there you look in a day or two, everything's going down. Into I, well, it's everywhere. We were discussing <laughs> it in the car. Where? Had, I mean, it's, 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 it's everywhere. Yeah. Can we have an episode? Crypto? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did last week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Francis, please continue. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's basically a very brief overview. Um, yeah, any questions? Um, so, in terms of, okay, so you've got your money in maybe several funds can people move between funds yes you can okay um are so there any penalties or such? Or no, I, I forgot to mention fees right yeah yeah fees and so first of all there's no penalties for moving money there's no pen- penalties for uh, moving your money out or selling an investment none of that okay the only fees you'll pay is what the fund manager is charging mm. okay so typically um a passive investment the, the costs are very low so it shouldn't be more than I don't know, 0.5 percent a you. year. That's mm. what you're paying. It shouldn't be more than that. Um, if it's an active one, they're still they're more expensive, but they're still quite cheap. And in this day and age, it shouldn't be more than one percent. Even okay. that's a little bit. I think my most expensive fund is like 0.7 percent per you. annum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is it just that percentage fee, or are there any upfront fees? That's it. There's no okay. upfront fees. Oh. There's no ex. There's nothing. They used to do all of that, but now okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, they used to do all of okay. that. Yeah, they, it used to be something like five percent when you come in. Yeah, and then when you yeah, yeah. Some crazy I remember stuff. when I worked in the building society, I used to see that. Yeah. Um, they there'll be a month or well, kind of a continuing yeah. fee, but there's an upfront fee uh, as well. Front load or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that they, was many years ago. They so stopped that in the nineties. Okay, I wasn't working <laughs> back in the nineties. You clown. <laughs> <laughs> well done. You got me back. <laughs> um, what would you say to people that are not in it not for the long term? Because you've spoken about putting money yeah. in and not looking at it every day. Maybe looking yeah. at it twice a month. That indicates that the investment is long term. What about somebody that wants to put money in in Jan t- and see what they've made in April? Yeah, I mean you can do that, but the chances are, you know, you won't you won't have made a lot. Mm. Um, that's why I said you have to be very realistic with what you want. If you want, if you want to put in a grand and make six grand, 
that's not going to happen with an investment fund mm. In, mm. in a few months. That's definitely not going to happen. Yeah, but yeah. If you, that's what you want, you might want to look at, you know, cryptos or something. You might want to trade, daily trade. Yeah. I don't and recommend that. Yeah. I will tell you to stay away from it, especially mm. if you're new to this. Yeah, yeah. I will sure. tell you to stay as far away from that as you can. Yeah. But that's the way to make big money yeah. in a very short time There's no period. short-term way to make big money without taking on risk. Basically. This is it, and I said you can make a few grants. You can also lose a few grants. Yep. Let's not forget yep, yep. that part. Um, and I think that's probably an underlying message that we need to give that investing is a long game. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. when I do, when I say when I did work in building society, that's what you're stressed to tell customers. Yeah. Yeah. This is a five to you know maybe even longer commitment. Yeah. If you're looking for something short term, you might need to look at something different. Maybe starting a business. Mm or yeah. whatever it may be cryptos it doesn't, you know whatever it's going to be it's just not going to come from this this is a long term yeah, investment won't. It won't. Uh, and you remember with your wider uh, investment portfolio you can have things at different kinds of investment mm. so you can say okay a proportion of my money is going to be invested for over a five year period here's a proportion which I'm willing to take a slightly more risk on because you know it, it might go up so say to come back to cryptos it's everywhere let's do it but you know so I imagine many people right now will be putting a bulk of their money into maybe a, a more traditional fund and the advice I got from Frank Capital <laughs> Management, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you, I'm not going to say the percentage, but you may want to put a certain percentage into cryptos. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's all about understanding the amount you're risking uh, and what level of risk you're risk, uh, willing to attach to it and yeah. how long you're willing to leave it in there, I suppose. So okay. you, you, I think what I take away from investing, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly what it is, right? You know. That's exactly what it is. And as, especially when you're looking at the funds as well, you want to look at a fund that's well diversified, mm. you know, globally maybe. So rather than buying a fund that only invests in the UK, actually you might not want to buy a fund that invests only in the UK at this moment. At this moment. With Brexit mm. and everything around. You might not want to do that. Mm. But you want to buy something which is globally well diversified. Um, one question, or one question I would have. Um, okay, one thing you hear often about is people not knowing where their money's invested. Mm. So, you know, you'll see things happen okay for instance weapons or something like there's certain you know unethical or whatever investments out there that people may not know their money's invested in how can maybe someone who has that kind of sensibility yeah. ensure that they're only investing in things that they believe in you yeah. know what I mean because yeah. I can imagine there's people out here that will be screaming animal, animal cruelty but their pensions invested in animal yeah. justice yep, yep. <laughs> no it's so true yeah. so again that goes back to the fact sheets that mm. you will see that will tell you basically Right. Where where the fund invests, the type of companies it invests in, the mm. type of companies it doesn't invest in, and like what you just mentioned, a lot of them will tell you we don't invest in companies that produce weapons or yeah. do and all of those ethical or kind of sensitive topics are usually mentioned in the prospectus. If good. they're not, if it's not mentioned, then I guess yeah, maybe yeah. they do. And hey, know. some people won't care, but for those yeah. that you do, yeah. There you go. But Here's just just to come back to the um, you know, having like a monthly plan of the investing. Yeah, please. It, it's I think that's actually the best way. Definitely. It's what I do. Um, so a few years ago, I just used to put in like a lump sum and just leave it. But for the past year or two, I I put in money every month, and what it does is. You're buying throughout the whole year. Mm. So some months you're buying when the price is higher. Sometimes you're buying oh, when the price is yeah. lower. I think your friend mentioned that. Yeah, when my cousin came. actually. Your cousin. Um, was it pound cost averaging or something? Yeah. Like that? yeah. yeah. What is, so all it's saying is that because you're buying at different stages throughout the year, at the end of the year, the, eff the effective cost, right, it's an average of what you bought throughout the whole year. Mm -hmm. So in, in most years, it'll tend to be lower. Sometimes it'll tend, it'll tend to be higher, depending on how the price performed. But... Whereas obviously, if you just bought in Jan and you left it, that's when you've 
that's when you'd have, you would have had the most increase yeah. if the if the stocks had gone up. I've got you. I've got you. If, I've got yeah. you. So, yeah. So basically, the opportunity to buy when it, buy the dip. Basically. Yeah. So it gives you. And yeah. is there a set amount that you put in each month, or is just? I think the minimum for some of them is a hundred. I mm. think there are some that are fifty. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you mentioned. So that it's before. fifty or hundred pounds. Most That's the minimum. Hundred, but yeah. Yeah. So again, it depends how much can you afford to put away. Mm. That's Each month, thing. yeah. Each month. You know, if let's it's just basically say, like another savings account. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how and that's how you should look at it. That's how yeah. I look at it. Yeah, yeah. You know, saving, investing—they're practically the same. The same yeah. thing. You know, it's just, just that one has a lot more risk than the other. Yeah, because the the aim of both is for you to make money on top of it, right? Yeah, and as we said previously, even your cash saving isn't without risk. Mm. You know, it comes with risk. Your bank—if you had money in—is uh, it? not black rock northern rock yeah they're not around you know if you're living in greece and you had money in a savings account that disappeared so having your money in a savings account i think traditionally has been seen as safe it may be the safest maybe but it's not without risk yeah yeah 100 percent not um yeah so those those are the things um there's obviously a lot more as usual Mm. that we haven't covered um i can't think of anything else maybe that i've missed cool um no i think i think that's a pretty good you know nice yeah. summary as to if you've gone and if you listen to us and you've gone and opened a hasbeef lansdowne account you know or fidelity or fidelity or whoever else i, I was <laughs> with td uh whatever but i came away from them i didn't like them um, yeah. so they're american well canadian it's canadian yeah Sorry, and so whoever canadian. you're with this is what you kind of look at you know understand yourself know yourself as we said know uh, understand your t- uh, tolerance to risk you know, research the fund, understand your fund manager, wh- who, what they are, how they've performed, um, know how much you want to put in there. Do you want to put in a lump sum, monthly amount? Just you know, equip yourself with all the knowledge. And if you don't, look at passive investing, robo-advisors, or just going to see the person in the bank. Yeah. But at least if you've listened to this now, when the, your bank, uh, personal banker is talking to you, you have some idea what it's, they're yeah, talking about. Because yeah. in, in my opinion, I think in previous generations, that was a big problem. Mm. People went and saw uh, and I said this before, you go and see a personal banker who's heavily incentivized by a bonus to just sell you something. And, and you just working, take their yeah, word for it. Yeah, working on the inside, they're under, con- you got salespeople under constant pressure every day to sell hmm. something, you yeah. know? So they're going to flog it to you. They don't really care because they're probably not going to be in the job in five years. So at least go in <laughs> <Five> there. Five months. <laughs> exactly. At least if you go in there knowing what they're talking about, it will keep them honest, in my opinion. Yeah. Because if, if a salesman smells ignorance, then you're over. Definitely. Yeah. This has been good. I've been quiet because I've actually been taking this in a lot. So, cool. yeah. Yeah. So I think that will lead us to our uh, Q and A section. So we had a few questions uh, from our House of Common event uh, around investing. Um, so I think we'll go through those. Okay. So one of the questions we received was, "What investment options are there for young risk-averse homeowners?" Um, I would say a a very low risk investment fund. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, bonds are a little bit less riskier than shares. Mm. So, with uh, it, so again, it depends. How much do you want to invest or whatever? But o- overall, you want to look at something which is which has low risk. So, on a scale of one to seven, you might want to look at something maybe one to three, that kind of area, which is low risk. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it it really depends on yeah. I- 
Sorry, and how much do you usually put in the bond? What's the least amount that you can put in? It's just the same. So I think 50 or 100 pounds. Mm. Okay, okay. Cool. That's the minimum, yeah. The only question I'm going to have is around, because obviously different bonds have different ratings in terms of yes, their, yes. their risk factor or whatever. Yes, that's Are those, also true. So obviously, obviously with, uh, if you watch The Big Short or you know anything about the financial crisis, one of the major issues is there was a very a crap bond, basically, that was given triple A rating. Yes. Does that yes. kind of practice still happen? Is that something mm, people should be aware that, of? That particular one doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. That particular one, but... that. Yeah, or is that it's something people should be concerned about? It's a about? tough one. I okay. don't think it's something you should be concerned b- concerned about as such, because um, those type of bonds that yeah. were given the false rating, yeah, 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 they were like um, they were CDOs. Yeah, of course. So they were. It wasn't just a straight bond like a government you, bond or you. a company bond. Mm. It was bonds on like mortgage. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. You know what I mean? So it was a lot more complex, mm. I would say. But in, in terms of for us, people like me and you now. We would stay. We should stay far away from that stuff anyway, stuff. right? So I'm talking about conventional bonds issued by a government or and by a firm, and the ratings on those tend to be a little they, bit more. Yes, okay. Especially okay. since the financial crisis, I can imagine the rating right. agencies, yeah, they're yeah. under a lot more scrutiny. Because that was a big issue, right? That was a bit, yeah, because they're getting paid to give them these ratings. Mm, okay. So now they've changed how they um, how they pay them. So before, okay, yeah. So before it used to be like, oh, we'll pay you X amount f- for you to give us a rating. Now it's like we'll pay you a flat fee to rate X amount of bonds for us. So you have no incentive to give them a good rating. So whereas before sense. you did. Okay. okay so, so bonds is one of them. Is there anything else? Um, so you can even have shares that are less risky. Um, so that, that there's, a, there's a spectrum across every single asset or most assets. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's best if we just stick to the high level of saying, um, if you look at the risk spectrum on the fact, on the, on the fa- fact sheets, where it would say from one to seven, just stick to the area of one to three because that's low risk. Okay. okay. So another question was, if I have no experience in investment funds, how do I get my foot in the door? By listening to Making Sense podcast to of begin course. with. Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> your one-stop shop for financial literacy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so, you know, start with us. I'm sure you've already started if you you know, you know were at the House of Commons and asked this exactly. question. If he wasn't, you know, there'll be yeah. others. Yeah, there so you're doing others, the right definitely. thing. And, and whatever interests you, I'll say just read up on it for yeah. a few minutes. You know, whatever. Follow those steps we yeah. just mentioned. And, and as we said previously, invest in what you know. Yeah, that that, that is, well, is the main that thing. Involves. That's that's yes. something that I do, and I will yes. continue to I do think that's massive yeah. until yeah. I get more knowledge. Yeah, yeah. because well, then the, the 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 work of reading through it won't seem like a chore. No, yeah. well, if, you're interested if, in. Even if you work in a specific specific sector mm. or there's something yeah. that's really interests you, naturally you already know quite a lot of stuff anyway. Yeah. So reading up on it won't be a chore. Or, yeah, yeah and then put the minimum. If the minimum is fifty, put fifty. The minimum is a hundred, put a hundred. Then you ain't got nothing to yeah. really yeah. lose as such. Yeah. Fine. Uh, I think I'll do the last question. Are trading accounts uh, a good long-term investment? No. One thing I want to say, <laughs> what the difference between trading and investment is, mm. investment is long-term, yeah. trading is short-term. And I think that's that gets confused a lot. It, that gets confused all the time because people think they're one and the same. Mm. No. A trader in, in an investment bank does something very different from what a portfolio manager does. The trader's all about execution. Yeah. Trader just cares about price. Yep, yep, yep. The investment manager, they care about value. Mm-hmm. So it's a completely different, you know, way of looking yeah, at completely. things. So yeah, I would say no, they're not. Especially if you're new to it, don't bother getting the trading or spread betting account. You will lose money. Most people lose money on on spread betting account. No. I've had my spread betting account for about six years now. Some years I've lost quite a lot of money, but over the years I've lost less money mm-hmm. simply because I've I've been a little bit more wiser and i don't take as much risk as well but when you're new to it you just think this is so easy let me just put money in before you know it 
you know and all it takes is for one person to be successful to have thousands of people risking their money right yeah that's it so i would say it's not a good idea um i know it's all this this long-term investing it's not sexy it sounds boring and, you know <laughs> yeah. it's true no because people want instant gratification yeah, don't they? They that's want, the yeah thing. people want crypto style returns yeah you want to buy is, something for 100 pound that's going to be worth a grand in the year and yeah. you know what most of the people i speak to in the crypto space who whose opinion i respect they view it from a long-term perspective and even in guys in the crypto space you have to understand there are different elements some yeah. people are in it for the day trading type yeah, yeah. perspective and others are looking at the long-term value which is probably more what i'm like yeah so looking at the underlying tech and what it's going to be possibly valued in five years' time. So to compare that to what you're saying, yeah. it feels like trading is a little bit more in the here and now, trying to bet on the movement in yes. the short term, yeah. whereas yeah. investing is the long-term understanding yeah. of the value of the asset. Yeah. And I think generally, whenever I speak of investing on money, I'm always talking in long-term perspectives. Yeah. I hope to be alive for the long-term, so why not plan for it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I was going to say, what would you class as long-term? I would say... Okay, personally or in like market convention? Because market convention, long term is like 15 years or so. 10 years is mm. long term, right? Mm. Personally, I would say here talking with amongst us, I would say nothing less than three years, yeah. I would say. Okay. And that's okay. not really long term. It's not, it's not it's long. Not long. But, it's you know, long. just... Yeah, just to have it. Because mm. some people have ISA accounts since they were young, right? Yeah. And they just left it there. Yeah. Mm. You can yeah. look at your investment like that. And, and that's why it's so important to start as young as you can because you can gain the compounding effect yeah, you can. more if you start from young. So yeah, you five years might seem young, a long time, yeah. but if you're 20, it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was um, I was talking to someone, I'm not going to say who, but anyway, <laughs> the idea, the question was, right, if you wanted to have 225,000, right, for your child in 25 years, how much money would you have to save every month starting today, do you think? Assuming you have five percent return every year, which is very realistic, how much money do you have to very put? Very realistic. Five percent, yeah. If you're investing your your money a year, yeah, that's very realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There used to be savings accounts that paid that. Yeah. Yes, but how much do you think you'd have to put away every oh, month? I'm not good with mental arithmetic. I'm a calculator guy. Three hundred and forty-nine um, pounds. Really? Three hundred and forty-nine pounds a month. A month for twenty-five years. Wow, okay. which is like six hundred months. So if you just like had a child, yeah, if you just had a child in between you and your partner, but this is what I'm saying. Away. It's not a lot of money. Yeah, if you can put that away for your child, why can't you put that away for yourself? Yeah, and even if you just want half of that, if you couldn't afford three hundred forty nine, yeah. you just wanted yeah. half of that. Yeah, but yeah. hundred and something. You mentioned the bad. compounding thing. Yeah, Jerome. that was just to yeah make an example. And you know what? I think that's a, such a major point for kind of like our our age group is we don't the previous generation had houses for their pension uh, pot at the end mm. not many of us are going to have that yeah. and if you can't afford to get a house building you know a 250k nest egg for when you retire is probably wise yeah. mm. you know yeah, that's going to pay for you and no one wants to think about these things but you might as well passively put away some money now yeah. and not be stressed when you're 70 because it doesn't look cute listen <laughs> <laughs> no but and we have to learn from mistakes of the previous generation now. of course look, how, I mean how old are we in here <laughs> I mean, you know? people want to give away my age <laughs> at least 30 <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the right side of... No, I'm not. <laughs> I look good for my age, I think. Um, no, yeah. we're, we're all aging gracefully. Amen. I think Definitely. so. No, I, think I know so. so. <laughs> Apart from my disappearing hairline, but that's another <laughs> it's, it's trendy, it's cool. I know, right? But I still don't want to own, own it. But that's another topic Fine. for another oh, podcast, cool. maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this was very good for me. I, yeah. yeah, I've taken a I've lot. Taken. You know, and I think we need what to understand that some of the most wealthiest people they do think long term they do invest in these kind of things so 
it's, a, it's the choice of whether you want to be wealthy or look like you're wealthy. Yeah. It's just a choice, right? Hey. Yeah. And and again, just to add, you know, we've just touched. We haven't really gone into detail or whatever. Mm. Again, any specific questions, please send them. And yeah. we will give you more For information. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think maybe we try and find a, a way to get some of that detail out, maybe in a different way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Know? No, maybe I don't know where it's going to be, but we we are going to obviously try expand this. Yeah. So any way that you find the information better suited to you, let us know, and we'll we'll pursue that. You know, but we're about getting the information to you guys. Yeah. Word. Cool. cool. So I think that's another one in the books, right? Yeah, yeah. I would that say was so. A really good yeah, one. That was a good one as well. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. So again, yeah. listeners, yes. rate us. Yes. Please SoundCloud, iTunes, please everywhere. like, repost. We see it all. Tweet us. Um, yes. Yeah. Hit us on the Twitter. Uh, comment like on iTunes follow us on Instagram yes. Twitter at Making Sense PC yeah and there's been some followers that I've actually shouted out and said you know they've really enjoyed the podcast it's really helped yeah. them shout yeah. out to yeah. you guys I see on thank Twitter you. all the time yeah. Yeah. yeah we've had a lot of positive feedback yeah. on both Twitter and, and so also, shout out to all you guys please send to family members just take the link and just send it over to yeah. all family yeah. members yeah agreed you know, I still got quite a lot of family members that haven't listened to us yet. Yeah, me yeah, too. same. Yeah. <laughs> have you noticed a lot of people say, to, "Oh, I'm really sorry, I still haven't listened." Yeah, yeah. I just want to say, that. I don't take it personally if you same, haven't listened. Same, likewise. It's it's okay. It's know? okay in your own. One time. of my friends said that the reason why she hasn't because she knows that she's gonna have to take loads of notes and then read up on about it. Yeah. So she has to make sure it's in the yeah. right right environment, right environment, right yeah. mind frame. Yeah, and I think it's and for her to go and research. I was yeah. like, Do you know what. Yeah. yeah, I understand. Yeah. I think the beauty of a podcast, though, maybe she listens to it one time without taking those notes and then re listens another time. Yeah. Or it's just finding where's best, whether it be at work, yeah. on your commute, but, yeah. while but doing dishes. I even I find, even if you listen to this, say, 45 minutes, right? And we, we mentioned several things, and you only take away one or two things. Yep. Yeah. That's one or two yeah. things you, you, you didn't know. Yeah. 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 Don't try and, yeah, you know, so take I don't baby think, steps. Don't right? think I don't that you yeah. have to take everything yeah. in straight away. You don't have to sit down and make, no, I don't think you have yeah. to do that. Just take it as, you know, have that at the back of your mind. And then when, when you actually get to wanting to do something, then maybe you can refer back yeah. to it. Of course. Or shoot us an email or yeah. Google or whatever. Yeah. And one thing I maybe suggest is, so I don't listen to all of my podcasts sequentially, so I don't always go to the first episode. Mm. You know, we have various topics. Maybe scan through and look at the topic that's relevant to you and listen yeah. to that. You know, that's it, what a lot if, of people do. If yeah, you're pressed yeah. for time, you know, it, you know, yeah, if you want to go to number one and listen all the way through, please do. But if it's stopping you from listening to us, you know, but I think it's a positive because we've still got, you know, yeah, and people very good listening. numbers and we've got yeah. family members not listening to us. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint, guys, support <laughs> us. You know, yeah. strangers are. <laughs> so you can find me, Kalisha, on Twitter at Miss underscore K underscore V-A-N-G. I forgot my name. <laughs> um, Find me on Twitter, um, M-S underscore S-A-M-M-I underscore X. X and on Instagram S A double M A underscore X X O M G. Shut your mouth. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Think underscore King underscore J. Uh, Twitter Bra underscore Living. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's it. So, so guys, that's another one. Thank you, Ina. Thank you for listening. Thank you. You know, if you have been listening to us, keep it up. You're in the know. You're on the cutting edge of a lot of this stuff. If you're new, welcome and thank, thank you for you. tuning in. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah, and we, yeah, we always say, it, you know, if you're listening to us in one of the various foreign countries that listen to us, because we're pretty far-reaching, yeah. uh, i.e., non-UK. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I meant. So you know, okay, so you know. Garner's up there. We got a few in Jamaica, my country, yeah. of course. But yeah, just holler at us. Let us know. And you mine know. half. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Can't everyone, have it all in life. Everyone in this room <laughs> has a connection to Ghana or yeah. Jamaica. We do. 
we have the do. actual two yeah. places that are quite popular at the moment in terms of development. I think they're the populist. They are. Mm. Populous, I think so. Is that word? What? No, populous, the populous. Populous. <laughs> yeah, populous is the like popul- a count of number of people. Yeah, that's so your is it most popular. <laughs> most popular. English is English. Thank you, Jerome. What's your first language? Guten Morgen. Okay, guys. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, this is a language podcast. <laughs> Peace out, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.